everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Racy, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? Okay, so I just finished listening to Matthew McConaughey's book. Oh. It's called Green Lights. I don't think I knew he wrote a book. Yeah, he did. And it's based off of mostly diaries that he's been keeping for decades. Hmm. He like recently found them again and was reading through them and then was like, oh, I wonder if I should make this into a book. So it's like poems he's written, just crazy stories about his life um, and just kind of his like way of living for the last 50 years or however old he is. That's cool. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. Super good. And he reads it. So honestly, it just feels like being told a story. Like he is such a good storyteller and his voice is really interesting to listen to. And he like laughs through it. And um, it was very entertaining for sure. He's had a crazy life. His parents were married three times and divorced twice to each other. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Pretty that's amazing. interesting. Yeah. Um, and so the book, like, so it's called Green Lights, and he ends pretty much every chapter saying, Green Lights. And it's basically like his affirmation for himself that he has created and like this way of like setting yourself up for success. Hmm. And so one of the examples that he gives is like, oh, it could be something as simple as like putting coffee in your coffee filter the night before. Mm-hmm. So just like little things were really big things that he's super optimistic and just is one of those people that just believes that like everything's going to work out for him. And then it does. That's a really great core belief, just like we talked about last time. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it was really good. And I've just been thinking about that a lot and um, trying to think of how I can like incorporate some of the Matthew McConaughey lifestyle into my life because he's got it down. It's so interesting to me hearing about that because it sounds like it's a great book, but I can almost guarantee you that if I started listening to it, I would immediately need to go pull his chart in human design to like <laughs> figure out like why he recommends certain things and like what parts of his chart correlate to his success because that's the way my brain works. I would love to know what Matthew McConaughey's chart is. Matthew, if you're listening, let us know your birthday. Bracey will read your chart. <laughs> I just think it's so interesting because I know that when people give advice and like show their successes and how they've gotten to where they have gotten to, it's like, that's amazing. And I know that you giving advice is like really helpful for certain people, but Mm -hmm. those people are probably the ones that you share, you know, certain characteristics uh, like with and it, and the advice might not be applicable to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, with everything, like you have to go into it recognizing that he has a certain level of privilege. Like he's super wealthy. Mm-hmm. He's a white guy. <laughs> like, um, so a lot of the adventures and things that he goes on when he isn't feeling like himself, like he talks a lot about feeling at different points in his life, like feeling more fulfilled from his job and his work and the character he's, he's getting to play and not his real self and his real life. And like, that's a problem for him. Yeah. And so he'll go on these like soul searching adventures and that's amazing, but like, that's not realistic for most people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, But yeah, would recommend gave it four out of five stars. So nice. Good to know. How are you growing this week? I think that I'm growing this week. Well, first of all, 
I started listening to Dr. Brene Brown is doing a series on the gifts of imperfection on her podcast, Unlocking Us on Spotify. Oh, that's cool. So I took the little assessment and then listened to the first two episodes of the six-part series with Seb this weekend. So that was really fun and interesting. And I just love her work so much. Yeah. What was the assessment like? It has different categories of like, it's basically the way that she talked about it is like how full your tank is. So it's not like you're not grading yourself. But you know, if you're under half a tank, you might want to consider like why that is. And thankfully for me, the only category that I was less than half a tank on was the one about self doubt, which I am not even a little (laughs) bit surprised about. (laughs) That sounds really cool. I want to take it. Did Seb take it as well? He didn't. He needs to, but he was busy, so he didn't take it at the time. But yeah, I would recommend it. I Even if you don't take it, which they obviously recommend you take it just so that you uh, know where you are when they're referencing the topics on each podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's valuable either way. Like the podcast is really good. How many episodes is it going to be? Six. Okay. So there's like 10 pillars and they're doing two each episode, but they had one episode that was like an introduction. Okay, got it. And she's doing it with her sisters. And honestly, like, I love the way that they interact with each other. It's so fun. Her sisters are twins, and both of them work with her. So it's been really interesting to, like, just hear them talk to each other. Okay, that's a really interesting dynamic also to, like, have a set of twins and then a sibling after that that or multiple siblings after that that are not twins. Like, I would be really curious to talk with people about that sibling dynamic. Well, actually, she they talked about it a little bit in the first one. She is eight years older than them. So she did oh, a lot of like okay. mothering, I think. Um, oh, yeah, and they yeah. had a not very stable household, which I think has contributed to the way that they work through this type of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, hmm. very interesting. Yeah, that sounds really good. Lots of recommendations today. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... When we were talking about what type of episode we wanted to do today, one of the things that I kept coming back to is the fact that we talk about growth on here every week, every Mm -hmm. time we talk, and we did our big growth story episode at the beginning of this podcast, but that was like a little over six months ago. And so I kind of wanted to do an episode where we were updating everybody and each other on like where our growth is in general from the last six months. Yeah, I'm excited to do an episode that's really focused on it because as all of our episodes are kind of about growth and surrounding it, it's nice to do something that's like fully tunnel visioned on growth. Yeah, I think it's really important to zoom out just in general on anything. But specifically, I would highly recommend anybody kind of zoom out and see where you are in your own journey over the last few months, because especially coming off of 2020, it's been a wild ride. Uh, Yeah, to say the least. Okay. So what areas of growth have you been working on like in general lately? Well, when we were talking about doing this, I was thinking kind of back on our journey since we started the podcast, because we did the growth episode. That was, yeah, about six months ago. Yeah, because that was like our second episode, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. I think we recorded it at the end of December. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you're in certain areas of your personal growth, 
it's hard to talk about them in the moment. I, I think I'm like that a lot. Like whatever, if I'm going through something hard, it's it's a little bit hard for me to articulate it in the moment. So I need some reflection mm-hmm. time to come around to it. So actually, when we were recording in December, I had been in like a little bit of a tough time. Because in October, that was when my physical issues started. Yeah. And because of that, I just had a lot of like, brain fog and lack of energy. And obviously, I wasn't sleeping. And like all of those things were affecting me, but I hadn't processed it yet because I didn't really start going to the doctor and getting answers until a couple months later. And so looking back on the last six months, I think that the areas that I've really been working on a lot, obviously, physical health has been important. But the other thing is just accepting of where I am. When I was in that brain fog time, I was at first really beating myself up for not being better, like not doing more, not Mm -hmm. having the energy to get things done. And then when I got the diagnosis of the adrenal fatigue, I was like, of course, I wasn't running marathons every day. Like I could I couldn't have done that. And then I was like, got to really chill out and just accept that things are as they are. And like, it's okay Mm -hmm. if I'm not, you know, 100% all the time. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. But that's, yeah, and that's such a tough lesson or pill or whatever to swallow because that is not our culture at all. And so it's hard to like fully accept that. So that's huge. Yeah, it's been really great because even, you know, even now there are days when I'm sitting and I'm really bad still about like my energy levels kind of crash in the afternoons and I might be sitting on the couch and thinking like, I could really get up and clean the kitchen right now. And I'm like, no, my body needs to rest. I'm going to sit here and like accept that that's what is happening. Like I'm resting. That's what I'm doing. It's productive. Yeah. And resting is growth. Yeah. What about you? How have the last six months been for you? I think one big thing, and it was interesting, yeah, to like be like, okay, this is what we're doing on this episode and really think about it because I totally agree. Like, even though I know that I'm doing stuff, if not daily, like weekly, most of the time, like to, to grow, like when you don't look back on it as a whole, you're just like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing anything. Like (laughs) I read some, like that's kind of it. Like it just, yeah, it doesn't feel like you need to celebrate your accomplishments sometimes. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's good to look back at it as a whole because otherwise it just, the day-to-day stuff doesn't feel huge until you take a step away. Yeah. But so I think one thing Um, I've been working on is doing things that make me happy and fulfilled and not, and like trying to examine that from a place of like, does this truly make me happy? Or is this something that society tells me should make me happy? Or am I comparing myself to somebody else and thinking I should do that too? And then I'll feel happy. Yeah, just trying to be really intentional about the choices that I'm making and the things I'm having in my life and all that. Examining your motivations is a great place to start because there's so much that we do out of expectation, obligation, even fear. Like, am I doing this because I'm afraid of the consequences if I don't? Or am I doing this because I love it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other one is something I think I'll probably be working on like my entire life is just being more open with my thoughts and my feelings. It's such a natural response that I learned like in childhood to be quiet about the things that are very personal to me and like protecting myself from being vulnerable because sometimes that doesn't feel good to me for whatever the reasons are. 
and I still notice myself doing it, but I like, I'll, you know, if somebody's like, Oh, are you okay? Like you seem a little off. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm fine. And that is, and I'll like die on that sword. I'm like, yes, I'm fine. Like stop. Like I'm fine. Like I'm never going to say anything. Like I'm just going to bury it because that is easy for me to do that. Mm -hmm. And so trying to always like ignore that impulse in me to just not say anything and like be small and be quiet and not voice my needs or my thoughts or whatever out of anxiety or fears or whatever. Yeah. So that's something I'm always working on. And I think it's so hard, but I think in the last six months, I would say I've definitely made progress doing that. It's great. Um, Yeah. I'm so happy to, to hear about your openness and vulnerability because those are two of my favorite things. (laughs) It makes me feel a little sick inside, but it's going great. (laughs) Dr. Brene Brown would be so proud of your vulnerability. I should email her and tell her. Let her know. Yeah. Let her know. All right. What's the stuff that you feel like has been helping you grow? This is such an interesting question because I think that back when I was really in the thick of like the physical stuff, there just wasn't anything. I just did not care about growth that much. I was like Mm -hmm. pretty disconnected from that part of my life, which I knew – Honestly, I was kind of beating myself up about that. I was like, this has been a big part of my life for years, and I can't even muster up the motivation to journal. Like, I used to journal all the time. Why can't I journal? And so I think in that period, it was honestly just allowing wherever I am to be enough because there wasn't any amount of doing that was going to help me. Like, those types of things weren't helping me. But since I've gotten the physical stuff handled, some of the things that have been helping me in the last month, two months, three months have been some of the podcasts that I love. Honestly, I've been doing so much podcast listening recently. And obviously, Mm -hmm. I mentioned Unlocking Us. Um, Brene actually has another podcast called Dare to Lead that's also good. Um, I love the podcast Each Other. It's a podcast with four different human design quote unquote experts that each of them are a different type. And they talk about just like kind of normal life stuff through a human design lens. So I love that. Mm -hmm. And then probably one of my favorite people right now is jazz at the moon dot mother on Instagram. She does podcasts and lives that are just like my favorite things to listen to. So she's in the background of my life a lot. (laughs) She's your soundtrack. Yeah, she is. What about you? What's been helping you grow? I think one of the biggest things is focusing on it, like Hmm. putting time and attention to it. And I think, I mean, a lot to do with this podcast because it's making me think about these things more Mm -hmm. that I recognize my patterns so much more quickly. Like I'm recognizing them in the moment rather than like reflecting on things later and then being like, oh, that was me doing this thing that I do this pattern that I've learned that I act out all the time. It's more like I can feel myself doing something. Um, And so I think honestly, just like calling it out when it's happening is super helpful because it gives me the opportunity to like break that pattern or um, explore it more in real time. Mm -hmm. Talking about it in therapy, of course, always helpful. And I think talking about a lot of stuff with you, like you have such a different perspective on a lot of these things than I do. And have done like so much like work and research and listening and all this stuff around it. So I always like 
learn a lot from our conversations. Yeah, that is so sweet. I'm so glad that I am able to contribute in that way She's to your life. She's blushing. I love hearing that. That's like <laughs> the best compliment to me. Um, yeah, that's great. I mean, I truly really think that identifying those types of patterns in the moment is like step one to pretty much anything. Like mm-hmm. the minute you know it's happening, you have control over it. You can fix it or not fix it, but like you can work with it. Yeah, totally. I can... It just, it like, it like is giving myself an opportunity to like make a different choice, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, huge. And I think I feel really like, okay, being like, oh, I'm like kind of at the beginning of my growth journey in a lot of ways. I feel like it's cyclical. Like you almost, you reach a new level and you start over. So, which is not like, I feel like we're, it's almost like a spiral. Like you're going up a level every single time, but sometimes you just got to start that circle all the way over again. And that's actually, to me, it's very exciting because it just means that there's more to learn and I'm just getting better every time. Yeah. That's a really good visual. Cause I feel like when we first start growth episode at that point in my life, I was like, oh yeah, I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of growth. Like I've changed so much in the last three or four years. And that is all true. And then when we're talking about this stuff, I'm like, oh, I kind of feel like I'm at the beginning and I feel so okay with that. But yeah, that's a good visual of like, yeah, it's like a spiral staircase type of situation. Yeah. The other thing I was, while you were talking, I was looking into your human design chart and your arrow about like the one that references like focus and consistency, like whether you're a very consistent person Mm -hmm. is opposite of mine. So I was thinking about how for you, like, it's really healthy that you have these like check-ins so that you're applying yourself to like, make sure that you're doing the growth that you want to be doing. And to Mm -hmm. me, that's like, so it's, it's healthy for you to do that. It's not healthy for me to do that, which I don't see it that way anyways. So it's like, it was just really fascinating that you said that. And I was like, Oh, I don't, Like, it's a good reminder, I think, for me weekly, but it's not something that I need. Yeah, totally. Okay, human design just coming through. Okay, well, speaking of starting a new level, what Mm -hmm. areas are you wanting to focus on going forward? Okay, I have two big ones. Uh, So working on limiting beliefs. Oh, I love it. It's really been on my brain. And actually, one thing that I we didn't like really talk about last time, but I've been reading about since there was something about like not addressing the limiting belief itself, but addressing the environment that you're in that is allowing you to have this limited belief and mm-hmm. like exploring like where it comes from, which we definitely did talk about some, but I thought that was like an interesting take on it. Yeah. I think we could explore more. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. Like since we've been talking about it in the episode that we did last I just notice them all the time. Like I, my, the monologue in my brain is just like limiting belief after limiting belief. But now that I am aware of them, like I went to a yoga class yesterday <laughs> and it was my first one that I've been to in a while. And we did, there was like one specific pose or whatever, where you're just sitting on your bum and your legs are out and they're like, okay, now lean forward. It's just like, a, I don't know. I don't know what the name of it is. Yogi's helped me out. But you just like lean forward and you keep your back straight as long as you can. And then then you like put your elbows down or whatever. And it's basically like trying to do a middle split. Mm-hmm. And I like could not, I could barely lean over at all before my back started to uh, curve or whatever. 
And my first immediate thought was, I was like, I'm so embarrassed. Like I'm in this yoga class and I can like barely stretch this way. Like I'm so inflexible. My hips feel so tight. Like that was like my immediate go-to. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, Anna, stop. This is a limiting belief. You are a fully like letting yourself drown in it right now. Like, and so then I was like, I am flexible. I am flexible. I'm, I'm working on it, being more flexible right now. I can get better at this. Like I just was like forcing myself to think it, even though I was not fully like heartfelt in it. Yeah. But I just was like making myself say it in my brain over and over. And I was like, I don't need to be embarrassed. Well, and probably even just that mental shift allowed your body to just relax a little bit because you weren't yeah. like freaking out about the fact that you weren't <laughs> I'm not doing tensing it right. up in this yoga class. Yeah. So even that just probably helped your flexibility. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, wow. Okay, great. Like this is already. And I thought about it multiple times, like throughout the rest of that day. Like, oh, that's so silly that I felt embarrassed because I can't stretch as far as some other people in this class in this specific pose. Like, who cares? Like, we're yeah. all there. They're like, probably not even looking at you. They're not. They're 100% not. But the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, everyone's staring at me. I know they are. <laughs> oh, um, so that was one. And then the other big one is just like trying to put myself in this mindset that things are going to work out. Like I spend so much of my time in anxiety and having control issues, which we're going to talk about one of these days soon. Yeah. And I just want to get to a place where I can just trust that things are going to work out and I can go about my life and not be in constant fear of things not being perfect, whatever that means, or exactly the way I think I want them in this moment or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a hard one. So that's what I'm going to be working on. (laughs) Nice. If anybody has any tips out there, let me know. What about you? What areas are you focusing on? Okay. Well, these are somewhat related and also kind of personal, but I'm going to talk about it anyways, because that's what we do. It's vulnerable, but I'm going to do it. Do it for Um, Brene. Yes. Okay. So one of the things that I actually don't know that that many people really know or think about me is that I am pretty strong in my spiritual beliefs. And Mm -hmm. it's something that I've had a really hard time integrating into my just like regular life. So there are a lot of times that like, I'm really thinking a certain concept over and it will come up in a conversation and I censor my thoughts instead of just like giving my unbiased opinion because Mm -hmm. I worry that like my beliefs are too out there for most people. And I don't, I mean, I'm really just kind of starting to think about this, but I would like to have a better way to like integrate my thoughts and feelings and beliefs into my my daily life, I guess. Yeah. In those conversations, are you holding back because it's like, is it a fear of judgment? Yes. Is- 100%. Okay. That was, 100%. Yeah. And that was the other thing I had on here, which I think my fear of judgment is an issue in other places, not just the censorship situation. Mm -hmm. So that's the other one that I have on my list. It's like, I need to figure out how to be okay with doing my own thing, even if people are going to judge me for it. Because I mean, not everybody's going to agree with the way you do things. And that's just the way it is. Absolutely. But that doesn't feel good. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't No. So we'll be working on that with my counselor. Okay, great. If anybody has any tips for me, I would love to hear them. Seriously. Yeah. Listen, we really need some emails after this week. We yeah. we need some help. Mm-hmm. 
What do you feel like gets in the way of growth for you? I feel like the answer is me, like myself. Uh, yeah, same thing. <laughs> uh, I think that the self-doubt and the overthinking is like, can can be really bad. I, I feel like I go through periods where it's really bad. And then I go through periods where it's not as big of an issue. Like right now I'm mm-hmm. feeling great. I don't know if it's like something in the stars or something, but I feel like I've been crushing the growth in the last month or so. I feel like it's your body, like finally healing itself a little bit. I mean, maybe also like, my oh, Saturn return. Like I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of factors, but I do feel a lot better than I did, you know, four or five months ago. Yeah, that's great. What about you? Um, I totally agree. Like, just me. (laughs) My anxiety. um, I think sometimes when I am feeling, like, bummed about something or I'm really in my head about something, I just, like, refuse to, like, do the things that would help me. Mm. Like, I get in my own way 100%. I think sometimes, too, I, like, overbook myself like crazy. Oh, yeah. So I don't have to focus on things, but it's hard because sometimes I feel like being busy, like makes me happy sometimes. Like I don't want to be busy, like nonstop every single day of my life, but like having plans and like going and doing lots of things like that fulfills me in some ways. And then sometimes I'm like, is this making me happy or am I just being busy so I can avoid thinking? It's probably a balance. Like there's probably a threshold at which you are, you know, your cup is filled from, from doing. And like, that's Mm -hmm. the time that you need to stop and be like, okay, well now it's time for me to think about myself and grow a little bit. Yeah. Do some reflecting for sure. I have a question for you. Sort of unrelated. In relation to your anxiety, do you feel like you can get to a place where you're not anxious? Like, do I believe that I could ever not be anxious? Right. (laughs) Well, I'm immediately recognizing that my answer is a limiting belief, but the answer is no. Like, yeah, I just can't even imagine like what that would be like. I cannot, I can't even visualize it. I can't imagine a world in which that exists. Well, okay. So I think that you should just, you don't have to listen to me, but I think that's something that you should really look at because... I can say from experience that my anxiety is so much better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like not medication or anything like that. It's just the work that I've done with myself for myself. Mm-hmm. But I would have answered probably the exact same way two years ago. But now I would say that my anxiety is so much lower. Like maybe I'm anxious like that, like 10% of the time, which is a real step up from like 90% of the time. Yeah, that's a that's huge. I I'd be fine with being anxious just 10% of my life. That'd yeah, be fine. Which I know that some level of anxiety is probably healthy It's keeping us safe or whatever. So Sure. Yeah, it's your body's uh, natural response to safety. Yeah. But yeah, just a thought like it's possible because I did it. So, you know, you can do it yeah. too. Yeah. And yeah, that's a I mean, it's just a one more thing for me to be like, "All right, what do I need to look at?" Like I'm ignoring possibilities in my life. And it's a good way to look at it though. I mean, it's not like, Oh God, I have all these things that I need to do. It's like, okay, well, what opportunities do I want to capitalize on now? And Mm -hmm. you know, the rest of it will work itself out eventually. Yeah, totally. Well, maybe in our next six month check-in on growth as a whole, I'm going to be like, 
don't even talk to me about anxiety because it's dead to me. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice for you? <laughs> that would be great. Well, I actually wanted to end on, we've talked a lot about growth and like some things that were hard, but I wanted to end on a nice positive note. So, mm-hmm. so in what ways are you proud of your growth, especially your recent growth? I think probably the biggest thing is just having the ability to like voice my needs and my thoughts and my feelings because it truly is something that I would not do like almost my whole life. Like, and even still is hard for me to do it because mm-hmm. I'm afraid, but like, I can't, I don't know. I like can't even like verbalize like how huge that is for me because it just was something that like all those things I just hid. And, and probably wasn't even like fully aware of like what they even were. Like I was ignoring them internally yeah. so much so. And now even though it's hard, like I'm proud of myself for even like just knowing me and like even if I wasn't even voicing them, like you're able to recognize the things that you need and want is and that's, you know, you were disconnected from that before. Absolutely. Like it's life changing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, super proud of that. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. What about you? I think that for a very long time, I have been kind of beating myself up for not having tangible evidence that I've been growing or like working or doing things in like life, I guess. Mm -hmm. After I quit my job, I just feel like I expected to take off on this journey and for everybody to like see my growth. And I don't think that that's happened. And I had a hard time with that. And I think I've finally accepted that even though it may not seem like it, I'm doing something that's actually really hard. And that's like, I'm so proud of that. I'm proud that I'm doing something that's hard, even if it seems easy to other people. Mm -hmm. No, I, that's absolutely huge. Like it would have been easier to go back to corporate world or whatever. Like it and I almost quit very uh, many times. I almost quit and just was like, I'll just go get a job. It's fine. Yeah. And then you would have been miserable. Yeah. And I, not yeah. been like living true to yourself at all, which is what you're doing now and what you're working on, which is I am working a on beautiful it. thing. Thank you. Yeah. And along with that, I feel like I've just done a really good job prioritizing myself in the last, especially six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and working on, you know, doing what's right for me, no matter what fear of judgment I have, which is, yeah. you know, obvious in this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's paying off. It is. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm so happy with, I just love my life, you know, that's, and it's such a nice feeling. That is, that's wonderful. And like, is really like the ultimate goal, right? Like, yeah, for real. To love your life. Whatever it looks like. I guess I figured it out. Game over. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> You've reached the final level. I'm really proud of you. I don't know about that. We'll see. JK, there's, JK. there's more spirals. There's yep. always another there's spiral always staircase. There's always more spirals. Hidden somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are you going to take away from this conversation? Like what, what can you take from this and go forward in your growth journey? I think... Maybe the biggest takeaway for me is that it's good for me to talk about these things out loud because it's something that I really do sometimes struggle with and it's healthy for me to express those things and know that I'm not going to get blowback from it or anything. Um, so I need to do more of that. Yeah, I totally agree. I think 
this has been awesome to like look back at how we've, how far we've come in the last six months. And I feel like I feel like rejuvenated in like focusing going forward. Mm-hmm. It's a good because mid-year check-in. It really is. Well, wow. <laughs> all right. Well, we would love to hear stories from you all about how you've grown in the last six months um, or what you are wanting to focus on, or if you have any tips for us about how we can grow <laughs> with what we've shared today, that'd be great too. You can email us at lightheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you follow along on Instagram at lightheartedpod. Talk to you in two weeks. See ya.